full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm Ajay Salveson, AJ Knight on the other side. April 6th, here at 401, your kickoff time on the full court press 1069 FM 1390 AM 1069thefan.com and streaming, streaming on our 1069 The Fan mobile app. You know, AJ, for winning $185, you just wow, seem really, really upset about life. Really? Really? You got to dime me out like that? I didn't post that on the internet. I told that to close friends. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I meant $1.85. Here's a question for you. So Baylor won me some <laughs> amount of money that is a total mystery that nobody knows. How long do I have to be fans of them for? You don't. No loyalty whatsoever, No, not at all, man. Really? Somebody on Facebook told me they had a brother who won a bunch of money thanks to Minnesota. They didn't tell me what they won, like what it was, what the event was. And he said that guy is still day-to-day a fan of Minnesota. Like, he even has a hat and I think a <laughs> really? jersey that he went and bought. <laughs> hey, uh, well, congrats on your mysterious uh, winnings. Congratulations. I'm in Mio. <laughs> yeah, now oh. everybody I know is going to be hitting me up because I got some extra <laughs> cash to spare. <laughs> like winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yeah you were very confident in baylor taking care of business yesterday and what me and many gonzaga fans and gonzaga themselves didn't realize is that baylor was going to go out there and take this thing and turn it into a street fight and a street fight it was in fact they got rolling and they got rolling early yeah i mean butler Sorry, always a little highlight roll here. Butler working, splits two defenders all the way to the rim. Layup is good. Gonzaga in its biggest tournament hole, and we played two and a half minutes down 9 nothing to Baylor. Dude, they were down 9 nothing to Baylor just like that. I mean, it, it was a blink of an eye. Didn't even break a sweat, AJ. Oh, I tweeted uh, when uh, Suggs went to the line. I think it was about under seven minutes left, I think, in the first half. He had two free throws that gave them 16 points. At that point in time, Gonzaga had 14 points, and Baylor had 13 points off of turnovers. <laughs> they came out. That, that was what I said. I said they were locked in. I was hoping for an emotional letdown. Gonzaga came out flat, and Baylor came out locked in like they did against Houston, and I expected Gonzaga to make a run. And then even they did a little bit to get to the to 10. I thought Baylor's offense was – had some bad play calls, especially that last possession by Mitchell before the first half. I thought that was a terrible play call. And it let Gonzaga get to 10. Baylor came back out, and they kind of traded traded misses and traded buckets for a little bit. Baylor looked not as locked in, not as focused uh, at the beginning of the first half, but Gonzaga couldn't do anything. And next thing you know, it's back up to 18 or so, and then Gonzaga didn't stand a chance. Yeah, again, uh, <laughs> Baylor made seven first-half threes. In fact, Adam Flagler put uh, the Baylor Bears up 16, which was, at their point, their largest lead. Davion Mitchell calling for a screen. Gets it from Chamochachua. Over to Flagler. Three left wing. Oh, it's good! Everybody's getting a three for the Baylor Bears. Flagler rains it down to stretch the lead again to 16. That's six for 10 in the first half for the Bears. That just is terrifying. If you're Gonzaga, not only are you trying to claw yourself back in the game, but they will miss. And then, like you said... 
Uh, Gonzaga tried to make a run of it. They they were able to claw it back. To, I mean, they had to scrape and scratch to get it back to nine. And then with less than about six minutes to play, Baylor took over again, and once again, it was Flagler. Kispert gets blocked by Vital. Baylor on the run the other way. Butler whips it out to the right wing. Flagler's three drops. Defense turns to offense. The three stretches the lead to 16. Timeout. 12.52 to go in this second half. Everything Baylor throws toward the rim seemingly is going in. Kevin Kluger, gets- Kevin Kluger, courtesy of Westwood One Radio Sports, which you heard on this very station on 106.9 The Fan. Big thanks to Westwood One for being a part of our NCAA tournament party throughout the last three weeks. They were phenomenal in their call. And, of course, your final score, 86-70, Baylor Bears, quote-unquote, upset the Gonzaga Bulldogs. LJ Criers three won't go. Rebound kicked away, taken away by a steal. A steal for Mark Patterson, and Patterson will put the brakes on and dribble this one out. And the Baylor Bears do indeed bear down to knock off the unbeaten Gonzaga Bulldogs and claim the school's first men's basketball championship and just the second men's basketball title in the history of the state of Texas. Isn't it crazy that the last time they won a, the state of Texas won a basketball championship was in 66 when Texas Western upset Kentucky? Is that the team? Oh, yeah. It's what uh, Glory Road's based on, the Texas Western Miners. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. It's a good movie. Absolutely. Oh, that's an incredible movie. Again, final score, Baylor 86 and Gonzaga 70. But let's be very honest with each other. Game wasn't even that close at all. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it was just, when they got out to that 9 nothing lead, you're like, okay, it's a haymaker. You knew it was coming. Let's see how Gonzaga responds. And then all of a sudden they're down 19, and you're thinking, they, they aren't even, they're not even awake. Like, they haven't even got off the carpet yet. This is, this is getting really bad. Uh, no, I mean, one of the reasons I picked Baylor to win is I thought that he, Gonzaga was going to have a bit of an emotional letdown or just a little bit of a physical letdown from the UCLA game because it was so intense, it was so close. You, just, you kind of just barely escaped. And that's how it played out. They came out flat, and Baylor came and locked in. I mean, there was nothing Gonzaga was doing that was correct. Uh, Baylor's hitting shots. Baylor was dominating on the boards. Baylor's defense was in they were just so much faster than yeah, Gonzaga was. That, and that's a great point because Gonzaga wanted to run a couple of times on turnovers and miss buckets, and then all of a sudden they get back there and there's already two bears waiting for them. And those Baylor Bear defenders would get right in their grill. They weren't afraid to mug Jesugs. They weren't afraid to mug Kispert. They weren't afraid to be physical with Miles. Gonzaga made just five of seventeen from deep. That's their lowest NCAA total of the tournament. This uh, this season, uh, and I mean, just they struggled all night trying to get into an offense. They struggled all night uh, containing Baylor's offense. I mean, they weren't rotating quick enough. Ball movement was really good from Baylor. Uh, everybody's hands had a touch on the ball. It just the ball never stuck, and Baylor's offense could not miss. Well, I think the the difference is um, like somebody like Kispert, who was an All American. Don't get me wrong; he had some really great plays. That block he had near the rim was really good. Problem is, is that Kis- Kispert for Gonzaga, as talented as he is, I don't think against it, especially against the team against Baylor, but I think even against some lower end teams, is he going to take you to the rim? No. Baylor's guards will hit shots in your face, and if you come out and press on them, they will go by you. 
And that's the problem is because at the end of the – Baylor could run the shot clock out, and then whether it was Mitchell, whether it was Butler, Flagler, whoever it was, Teague, they could hit the three, or if you play out close or they switched, which is what Baylor did. They just kept putting Timmy in the pick and roll. Their guard sized him up, and they took him to the hole every time. He couldn't keep up. And uh, for someone that was a very good player, it was a leader in Gonzaga, and it was reported that if Gonzaga won, he was probably going to be the player of the tournament. Um, he looked overmatched. The yeah, only way he, he really got any offense going is if they got him in a pick and roll and he was diving towards the hoop. And when he had a one-on-one, Baylor's just too physical and too athletic for him, and they just kind of made him ineffective. I mean, I think the only thing you can really argue is that there was some question about that first foul against Suggs on the charge. When I watched it, I thought it was a charge. Uh, regardless, he has to know better because the second foul he picked up was extremely lazy. Yeah, absolutely. It was Yeah, just being caught on, on flat feet. And he just smacked the guy on the forearm. And that, I think, was just kind of a testament to the rest of the night. They just weren't ready. Like, that's just being caught out of position and not prepared. And then that – Baylor just really didn't give it up. They led from wire to wire. Before I go any further, I forgot to open up our text line, our Gil Mortgage text line. Presented by Gil, uh, Gil Mortgage, where you can select from hundreds of loan and products tailored to your needs. 435-294-2480. That is how you get a hold of Gil Mortgage. Our text line – how you get a hold of AJ Knight and myself is 435-339-0321. You're more than welcome to join the show. Love to hear from you. Get your thoughts on last night's championship game. Uh, the other thing, well, I, well, I want to look at the, histor- the history of Baylor. When Scott Drew came and took over for Baylor, that program, to, to say it was in shambles is an incredible understatement. Oh, yeah. It was bad. They were in very, very bad uh, incredibly bad situation. I mean, Baylor's player, uh, the Carlton Dotson, had been charged with murdering his own teammate, Patrick Dennehy. Uh, former Baylor head coach Dave Bliss was caught on tape telling players to paint Dennehy as a drug dealer to hide illicit payments and other NCAA violations within the program. Uh, and then Drew's third season, the NCAA decided to drop the hammer, ban Baylor from playing in non-conference games. I mean, this was a mess. Uh, Don Webb. Text in. He says, I guess we've seen what type of players we need for the Aggies to take the next step. Yeah, you're, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how to, I don't even know how you can compete with that, even with your own players. What Baylor's got right now is pretty darn impressive, and what Gonzaga's got coming back is just as impressive. Yeah, uh, I think I saw ESPN, and I think Jeff Goodwin had two different ones. Um, that way too early stuff. Yeah, the way too early. So I think ESPN. I didn't read Goodman. I read his his on Purdue because he had Purdue fourth. Um, ESPN. I think has it. Has it. Uh, it's Gonzaga, UCLA, Purdue is his top three. But I'd imagine Baylor's going to be up there. I mean, we'll we'll see. I think Suggs is gone. I'd imagine several of the guards are going to be gone from Baylor. Um, I thought Timmy for sure was going to be gone at Kispert, but I don't know. Timmy, I don't. I don't know that he's going to have much of an NBA I career. I mean, either. Kispert, I, I could see, obviously, is a, like a J.J. Redick role, but we'll see. But they have the number one recruit coming in next year, so they'll be there. Um, but what, what you said about Baylor is, is absolutely true. Uh, for all the praise that we heaped on, I specifically talked about yesterday about how Mark Few has turned Gonzaga into, uh, it was Colin Cowherd saying yesterday, he said, from David into Goliath. And they're not going anywhere. Baylor's kind of there, too. Because you think about it, like everyone looks up at Bill Self, right? And he got the lifetime contract, Kansas extended to him, even though he's in the middle of some serious allegations from last I checked, even though they, they're taking their sweet time. But everybody talks about Bill Self, right? One national championship. 
One. Yeah. Scott Drew also has one national championship now. I'd also like to reiterate, this is not so much a, a factor for um, how Scott Drew does his job, but to me, I think it's a testament of how good he, he is as a coach, is if his coaching tree succeeds. I just think it's a testament to the type of program he has. And do you know who the three coaches that were Scott Drew assistants are that were in the tournament this year? I don't. Help me. His brother Bryce Drew, excuse yep. me, Homer Drew, uh, or Bryce, I don't know, uh, is at Grand Canyon University. Okay. They did not win a game, but they played Iowa. Uh, Grant McCaslin is at University of North Texas, who beat my Boilermakers in the first round. And Paul Mills, who you might recognize, huh. was the head coach of Oral Roberts. That's a heck of a coaching tree. That's pretty good. Start. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yes. You know, continue with that timeline of Baylor. That so after that third season, he had to fill his roster, so he had open tryouts. The team finished four and thirteen, and then by two thousand ten, they were all of a sudden in the Elite Eight. That was just five years after the NCAA had slashed its schedule in half, and then a few years ago, Drew's on this uh, taking his team on a tour of this new practice facility. And to unlock the doors, he has to put his hand on this really fancy scanner. And inside the locker rooms, there's large TVs over the Baylor Bear players' lockers. There's a massive theater screen for film sessions. Um, and then there's cool, you know, tubs for post-game recovery. And he just, like, he almost felt uncomfortable with everything that had been in installed because he wasn't used to it. And when he started there, there was nothing even close to that. And now... They just beat an undefeated Gonzaga team. I mean, mopped them all over the floor, took them behind a woodshed, whatever cliche you want to use, and shut them down to 70 points. An offense like that. That bad beat if you took the over, by the way. It was 160. They got to 156. Did you take the over on it? I did not. I just okay. bet on the game straight up. Well, we won't ask how much. Uh, Kispert finished 5-12 in 38 minutes, 2-7 from deep for 12 points. Suggs. Had 22, but he had to work the hard way to get it. 8 of 15 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep, 4 of 6 at the line, and 33 minutes. By the way, the other crazy thing about this, free throws. At one point, Gonzaga has shot 10 more free throws uh, than Baylor, but trailed by 19 points. I think at the end of the first half, it was, I think Gonzaga was 12 of 13 to yeah. Baylor's 2 of 2. 2, yeah. That, there you go. That's what it was. They were still down 10. That's that's just amazing. And then Davian, by the way, Davian Mitchell is a top five pick in my opinion. He is so good. He is so athletic and versatile. I was really impressed with him. Uh, no argument here. He's uh, like I said. His they say his nickname's called Off Night, and uh, <laughs> he definitely made Suggs work for it. Suggs was about the only Gonzaga player to me that looked like they really one wanted to be on the court and two belong. I can understand having an off night, but man, Gonzaga just, they looked overmatched. They weren't ready. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's so good at setting up the offense. He's so good defensively. I mean, again, if you didn't watch the game, I cannot reiterate for the probably three fourths of the first half and probably about the middle seven to 10 minutes in the second half. Baylor was like moving at twice the speed Gonzaga was, especially to open the game. Baylor was everywhere. You would have told me they had eight players on the court. I would have bought it because they were just dominating the glass. They were just their recovery and help defense on pick and rolls was insane. They were so fast. Yeah, and then they were physical. I mean, dude, they were they risked the refs. They said, you know what, refs, call a foul on us. 
Like, you call the fouls on us. It got a Let's little, see how you're reffing it. got a little hairy late, but they were able to make the adjustment, I think, in the second half. But it, it got a little hairy late in the first half. All right, AJ, so let's recap the NCAA season as a whole as for basketball. We start in November. There's a lot of questions of, like, are we going to make it? How many games are going to get canceled? Will we even make it to the NCAA tournament? All in all, I'd say this season was a success. Thoughts? I mean, I, mean, I know your Purdue Boilermakers choked in the first round, but... Yeah, they're young. Um, I I think so. I think uh, I was asked, I was thinking about this. A lot of people were trying to figure out what they thought the tournament. I thought the tournament. I like upsets, so I think they were good. But man, we just didn't really get any of those like classic games. We got UCLA against that. That was it. The other Final Four game, Baylor crushed Houston. The championship game, Baylor crushed Gonzaga. They're just the tournament as a whole was kind of. Yeah, but okay, are you going to blame the teams for that, though? Like, why couldn't you have, like, uh, no, I don't saying, know, made it in close? Terms of, in terms of tournaments, I like upsets, but yeah. it, you ended up with the, probably what everybody agreed was the two best teams. And then, then the games, the, the last three games, which are supposed to be, you know, your best team games, and only two, only one of them was good. But I'd consider success. They got through. Uh, you got a tournament. Um, I don't, you know, there were some COVID pauses here and there. Uh gonna happen I, I don't really have any criticism for it i wasn't saying that i wasn't really criticizing the tournament I was just saying if we had to rate it which we would every year it was kind of meh when you look back on it the tournament itself i thought it was fun i mean it was great to have college basketball back and you know what i was so grateful to see one shining moment it was good to see it i mean you're giving me the look of like well it's stupid it's cheesy yeah, I skipped it. how dare you I that was is a tradition i was celebrating winning at least four of dollars Oh man, you're so happy with yourself. Uh that, I mean, you took a you took a risky bet and you won. I did, I did. I loved the start. I didn't expect it to last. I got a little <laughs> upset near the end of the first half. They're still up ten, <laughs> and they really didn't relent. It was kind of nice, kind of nice to be on top the entire time of that game. <laughs> uh, Don Webb just texted into me, AJ. If you want to know how Gonzaga felt, I'll meet you at the rec center tomorrow. Oof. Here's the thing. It's Don. Okay, four things. One, Don's 65 years old. I, if you touch him, he's going to break his ribs. <laughs> Two, Don used to play on a basketball team, but he didn't play. He was the bench guy. I'm not even joking. He was the end of the bench guy. <laughs> Why? Because three, he was like five foot nothing. Four, if you saw him shot a basketball, you ever seen Along Came Polly with uh, does it, is yes. it Paul Seymour Hoffman, whatever his name is? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, and he like, you know, white chocolate. Yep. That's that's what I shout every time I play basketball. That every, is, every time I play anything. See, actually. I yell Kobe when I shoot the ball. Don Webb yells like white chocolate. Yeah. Raindrops. Raindrop. He is spikely. Really good trash talker. A horrible athlete. That's what <laughs> Don is. So, I mean, I can meet you at the rec center tomorrow, but I probably have better things to do with my time than beat you and shut you out in a basketball game. I uh, Okay, so you talked about the way to really top 25. Here's what they got in the top five and for ESPN. He's got Gonzaga, yep. UCLA, probably per- yeah. Purdue at three. Yep. They have no seniors. You're kosher with that? Um, I think they're a top 10 team. I would like to see them get an experienced guard that can score uh, to really solidify them. But, yeah, they have no seniors. They're going to be up there. Ohio State's four. Kansas is five. 
Villanova's, Villanova's at seven. Mm. Dude, what? Like, Maryland's at six. That one, I've read Purdue Post. Nobody gets that one. They think that's way too high. Yeah, that's... I don't buy... Baylor's at 11. It, yeah, that, uh, we'll see. I don't buy UCLA because I think they're going to leave a, lose some talent. Um, I don't. I telling you right now, I absolutely do not buy Ohio State. They are not that good a team, um, and I think they're going to lose a little bit of talent. Even if they don't, I really don't think they're going to be that good. But I'm I'm good with the top three. Blue Bloods, North Carolina, Kentucky are eighteen, nineteen. Oregon's at twenty. Twenty one is Colorado State. They have seniors. You would know better than anybody else. Yeah, dude, they're going to be loaded too. They've got they've got everybody coming back. They got everybody coming there back. You go. Morris Stevens, Thistlewood, Roddy. All of them averaged double digits in points. All of them, or nope. three of them, averaged close to double digit in rebounds. No coaching change either. Yeah, and Nico Vet Medved stays. That's a big deal. Which is kind of surprising. He went and interviewed at a interviewed at a bunch of different places because he has that starting line to come back. Just come back for another year and see what you do with it. Yeah, maybe you want to get your name and get your, just get your, your name, name out the there. Yeah, you know it's never never a bad idea to network and see what happens. But yeah, because they. Uh, who what was it? Memphis won, right? The NIT or not? Yeah. yeah, the NIT. But Colorado State, what got in the, the final four? Is that where they finished? Yep. So Wait, for the uh, yeah NIT, yeah, yeah. So it's solid, you know, solid. It's good. It's good tournament experience. I think that's one of the things I talked to my friend about this a lot. Um, it was more so in reference to the Big Ten, but like a team like Illinois, I feel like really struggled from not having a tournament last year because they were so young. And so I think it would have been benefited them. Loyola was criminally underseeded. That didn't help, but um, I think that it, I think that tournament experience definitely helps. But that's yeah, that's uh, Colorado State is going to be somebody to watch. I'd imagine San Diego State is somebody that everybody keeps their eyes on too, just because they've been so good, especially the last few seasons. But yeah, I'm good with it. I just I'm not sure. You, you got to wait and see who who actually leaves to the, for the NBA draft, and then you can. I'd prefer they wait and make the way too early then because the recruits haven't signed. You don't know who's declaring. And transfer portals going nuts, right? There's that. Hey, by the way, there is now, and it's accounted for, 1,600 kids in the transfer portal. It's nuts. 1,600 kids well, that's in that what's, transfer so portal. I respect the NCAA for um, giving the, everyone a mulligan, right? So they gave everybody a free year, and I get that. I really think it was a half hearted solution though because the problem is and you and I I think talked about this ad nauseum late last year when Utah State football was getting ready to go the problem is is that they didn't extend they didn't give you like a one-year moratorium on the scholarship limit so it, oh, yeah. it puts such a such a huge thing to figure out because you're like all right who's gonna stay do we want them to stay all right how many scholarships are out how do we recruit because the thing is, is like if you have a like Utah State, for instance, for, for the football team, I remember talking about it. Um, I can't remember with who, uh, but talking to somebody, um, and they said you know a lot of the teams coming back. It wasn't a very you know senior heavy team, but the problem is, is that okay, great, you're, you want to have experience, but you also don't want to like skip a recruiting cycle because then that's really going to hurt you down the road. And so I think the NCAA could have tried to figure something out like. Here's a here's a one year scholarship maximum to kind of sort this out. Then you're really gonna have to get things figured out the year after. Because you think about that, you really thought that through. Well, if you think about it, there's seniors can stay, everybody can stay another year. The transfer portal's gone crazy, and you still got to recruit freshmen. Yeah. How do you bounce that all out while still having the exact same amount of scholarships? Doesn't make any sense. 
Hey, before we go to break, I want to talk about Gonzaga as well. Uh, they're 40 minutes away from an undefeated season, first in 76 of the Indiana Hoosiers. Um, and then 10 minutes into this game, it was over. I mean, it was over. Dude, I mean, watching the way Baylor played, I mean, okay, first five minutes, questionable. Like the Probably. next ten minutes into that, though, I think Gonzaga Baylor was on another level. I think Gonzaga had a chance early in the second half to get it in the single digits, and then didn't, and then Baylor woke back up, and that was it. Uh, how? Because they've lost another national championship game before. I believe two actually. They lost to North Carolina in seventeen. Yep. But how much does this one sting? I mean, you're playing the number. Oh, no, so much. I mean, you're playing a one seed. But to be that good, and you have the talent of Suggs, Kispert, Miles, and you and you just get outplayed, outcoached, outphysical by a Baylor team who is incredibly much more athletic too. So much because uh, just because of the historical context. Because the one I think one of the best tweets I saw last night is that, and and I I don't I still don't understand how people make this argument. So many people going into this were criticizing Gonzaga's. Schedule, uh, conference, and I get it. It's not a good conference, and you can maybe make an argument. It's easy for them to inflate their numbers there, but does everybody forget who Gonzaga played in the non-conference? They beat the crap out of Kansas. They beat the crap, or West Virginia, they beat them by single digits. They absolutely smacked Iowa. Like, they played one of the toughest non-conference schedules I've I've ever seen, and everyone seems to check that way. I think everybody forgets Baylor was also this good. Everybody was talking about Baylor and Gonzaga potentially being undefeated facing each other, and then Baylor got COVID. So I think it hurts as well because I don't think it's fair. I think Zach is a powerhouse. They're going to be right back here next year, but I think people are going to be like, well, see, it's because they play in the WCC. They're not yeah. really that good, and, and it's the, crap. It's, Baylor yeah, was it just is. amazing. Yeah, Baylor was incredible. And I got to be honest, it just surprised me to see Gonzaga taken that off guard by Baylor and their athleticism. Like that, they would underestimate their ability to get to the rim they underestimated their ability to be able to move the ball for open looks. Gonzaga, I wouldn't say they took it lightly, but, man, they just didn't look like they were prepared enough for that game at all. And it wasn't like Baylor did anything different. They just did it better. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here's a good uh, – uh, uh, I think we're going to get to this. Here's a text from uh, 2787. Hit me. So the second part says, uh, the game last night was a big letdown. Baylor looked outstanding. Gonzaga forgot to get off the bus. Yep, I would say. Yep. I think the biggest thing that I would be upset about is I don't feel like Mark Few adjusted. It was quite evident that Drew, Scott Drew said, all right, we're going to put Timmy in the pick and roll because he's they're going to switch and he's not going to be able to stick with our guards. And we're going to get open shots because our guards can get past anybody at any given time. Sure. And then it just seemed like Gonzaga couldn't figure out. They, they didn't really adjust. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing. And, and Suggs was, again, Suggs had to work for everything he got. I mean, everything he got, he had to work for. And he was like the only one. Yeah, and he that's right. And Kispert was way off. Yep. Uh, Miles wasn't even. Miles was getting beat up so badly in the post that uh, he didn't quit trying. But he just, by the like, Midway through the second half, he just said, I can't do this anymore. I'm exhausted. I mean, they were just working him to death, and they were throwing him around in the paint. It was really impressive what Baylor did. I told you, you got to watch that, Timmy. He gets he gets away with a few more offensive fouls than normally got called. They called a few of them last night. Yeah, they were they big ones. Yeah, a couple of them. I think uh, Miles didn't see coming either, and he was pretty upset when they blew the whistle. But again, your final score, 86-70. Baylor is your national champions, and that concludes the 20 20- 2021 20, season. So we'll look forward to the 21-22 season, which involves 
a bunch of new head coaches from North Carolina to San Jose State to Utah State. In fact, 2787 asks us, how do you feel about the USU's new head coaching hire? We'll talk about that next. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. 106.9, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Eric! Because I knew you'd read it. When you exit the show, you leave the show for the day. You do not text into the show while you're at your boy's birthday party. He's like, hey, Dad, we take a photo? Uh, no, really busy texting into the Full Court Press right now. What is your problem? They were late. I was sitting in the lobby. I had to do something. So you text our show. You are grounded. You are absolutely grounded. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Cash is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cash Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cash Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations. Providence, and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurances, including SelectMed. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753-7880. 753-7880. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. Paralyzed Veterans of America, National Service Officers. We've got an entire generation of men and women who have seen war. They're going to need voices. Paralyzed Veterans of America represents them. Changing lives, building futures. That's Paralyzed Veterans of America. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Agent Adam, Aj Salveson, 431 here on a Tuesday, April 6th. Dude, Aj, I hate this weather. <laughs> Luckily, it's supposed to only last for a day. Really? It's supposed to. It's coming, uh, so we're going to get back to nice, good stuff? It's supposed to be sunny and 60 tomorrow. I, if it's not, I'm moving to India. I'll do it. I swear I'll move. Uh, again, 2787, text indoor show. And if you want to text into the Gill Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. We've had one text in the first thirty minutes. That's got to be a that's got to be a show low. I'm telling you, it's because everybody just agrees with what we're saying. Uh, that's you know, I actually like how you put that. I'm going with you on that one. Uh, Two seven eight seven text in the show. How do you feel about the USU new coaching hire? That is Ryan Odom, formerly of UMBC. Of course, that Ryan Odom who upset Virginia three years ago, right in the NCAA tournament, I believe, in March. Um, where Tony Bennett's Four number one. So Baylor, not last year, Virginia, and then whatever that year was. So four. Yeah. Four tournaments ago. Okay. So four it is. 
Uh, I like this hire for a number of reasons. Uh, one, he's got great coaching experience. Two, uh, he's well-respected in the industry. We're going to get to that more in just a bit. Uh, three, um, he's never coached in the western side of the States, but I don't think that's going to be... I, You know, I kind of threw my concerns out a little bit yesterday, but after talking to a couple people, there's no reason to be concerned about it at all. Period. None. I wasn't worried about it. I think if you're if you're a good coach, you'll be able to find talent. You'll be able to coach up you your guys. You can recruit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jacob Nielsen of the Utah Statesman uh, tweeted out the five-year deal salary. Here it is. I know. I'm in the wrong business, right? <laughs> <laughs> Makes two of us. <laughs> so year one, which is 21 to 22, is 791 or $791,796. 22 to 23 is $800,000. As is 23 to 24... Or excuse me, you know, we'll just go 22 to 26 is $800,000 each year. Here's a question for you. Does he make it to the next contract? This is so, pure speculation. Okay, so that would be after the five years. Yeah. Does he make it? Yeah, so either he leaves, gets fired, or he's still here. Uh, Man. See, this is funny because I put Ajay in a tough place. Yeah, you did. Ajay's all this right. Ajay's the secret fly in the wall, and he's like, I don't know, guys. I oh, heard this stuff. I'm not really sure where it. I heard it from. Shut it. Um, does he make it? You know, if he doesn't and he leaves to another place, like a big time job, that's the best news we could have heard because that means he won here and he won fast. I agree. And decides to move on. But that wasn't the question I asked you. <laughs> I completely agree because that's my answer. I don't think he does. I think he wins here, and he's gone before 2026 comes to its conclusion. The season does. I think, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, I think the 80s. I think the 80s back in the, the hiring department before 2026. 9835. Here's text number two of the show. Thanks. Cody, uh, Cody here's the thing. is Cody is supposed to be working right now, delivering some big pizzas, and instead he's texting. So if you're Domino's and you're listening to us, you're – Employees texting instead of delivering me my supreme pizza, large garlic crust with wings. Uh, man, do I have to? Okay, uh, he's going. Unless you think he's gonna get fired, I don't know. No, he's not getting. He's not gonna get fired. Is either yes or no? You don't even have to explain. I don't even have a comment. Uh, no. Uh, okay, so he is not gonna be leaving. (laughs) Two seven eight seven. If he wins, he will not. If he loses, he will not. And if he's average, he will stay. Yeah, okay, yeah, AJ. If he wins, he will not leave. If he loses, he will not leave. And if he's average, okay, look. If he's, I'm going to say he's gone, but it's because he takes a better job. I agree. I think the same thing. I think he's a good hire. I think USU's in a good position. He will. He has his work cut out for him. I think USU absolutely needs to hit the transfer portal, transfer, transfer portal, that's difficult to say, hard to be uh, competitive for this uh, this next season, especially we already talked about Colorado State's in the way too early top 25 because of the talent and the coach they're returning. Um, I know we're going to get to the coaches that have been added to the Mountain West. I think the coaching talent has definitely improved in the conference as a whole. But um, I think Ajay hit on it a lot yesterday. From seeing what we've seen from UNBC, he definitely plays a brand of basketball that fans are definitely going to get excited about. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fast. I think he's a good coach, so I absolutely think that he will continue the success that Craig Smith started. So here is a little bit of a tidbit on Ryan Odom. 
He's the son of longtime basketball coach Dave Odom, who won a total of 402 games over 22 years at Wake Forest, South Carolina, and East Carolina, and guided the Demon Deacons to an Elite Eight in the 19, or excuse me, 1996 NCAA tournament. Good experience. Now, Ryan comes to Utah State after going 97-60 and 60 over the last five years as the head coach. Uh, the Golden Retrievers played just 20 games in 2021. They finished 14-6 and six overall, tied for first in their American East Conference, but fell short in the conference tournament. Uh, they lost to UMass in the semifinals by two, uh, but yet yeah, Odom was named Conference Coach of the Year. Now, I looked at a lot of national experts when the announcement came out. Yes. And they were shocked. They didn't see it coming. I say that was not one of the ones I had seen predicted. You told us yesterday that you'd heard some murmurs about it, but it was not one that a lot of people had tied to Utah State. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely spot on. In fact, uh, a little bit of a fun fact here. Uh, Marco Anthony was formerly on the Virginia team that lost to Ryan Odom's UMBC squad uh, in 2018. So they know each other. Yeah, sort I'm of. sure. And, you know, Marco Anthony gets the last laugh because, correct me if I'm wrong, Martha, yeah, Marco Anthony was on that Virginia team that won and then he transferred that summer. So I'm sure if Coach Odom says anything, Anthony's like, oh, oh, man, my hands are so heavy with this ring. Oh, did you see this? Oh, oh. Wait, Marco? Yeah. Was he on that? Yeah, I guess he was on yeah, that. Yeah, because last year was his first year at USU. Uh, he's the 20th head coach in Utah State basketball history. And according to Scott Gerard, this is really cool. Ryan Odom has strong connections with the Utah Jazz. How? His brother Lane Odom is a scout for the Utah Jazz, and Quinn Snyder has been close with the Odom family for decades. In fact, Odom also recruited Dennis Lindsay, who's the general manager for Utah, his son, Matt, and left a strong impression on the family. <laughs> What that says is he recruited Lindsey's son. He didn't get him. He didn't though. get him. He recruited him. But he left a strong impression. Look, well, there you go. There's your some alleviations to the worry about him not coaching or not even being to the west of the Mississippi. He's got some jazz ties, so he landed in a good really spot. Really strong jazz with, uh, ties. I think a couple of good people to get on the phone. Yeah, no kidding. People who have a little bit of uh, knowledge, persuasion. Midge. No. Uh it, 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 again, I think Mr. Hartwell and Mr. Bovey absolutely killed it on the hiring. I mean, this is just a great, great, great hire. Speaking of which, he will be officially introduced as a Utah State men's basketball coach tomorrow at 11 a.m. in a presser. That presser will be closed to the general public. Uh, AJ will be open to you and I as the media. Score. Uh, but if you are looking to hear the interview, it will be on this very station, 1069 The Fan. We will air it live. We'll and it'll also be broadcasted on the Utah State Aggies website. Uh, you can find it on there. I'm sure it'll be on the front page where you can where you can watch it and uh, see Coach Odom uh, give his opening comments. And I'm sure players and uh, and uh, members of the staff might be there as well. So yeah, it will be closed to the general public. But again, AJ and I will be there. Can't wait. Well, AJ might be the, not be there, but I will. We got you. We got you. Uh, and then we will play the uh, we'll play the audio tomorrow as well. We'll, in fact, I mean we we'll have to shrink down some things, but we'll play the audio so you guys can hear it again uh, from uh, Coach Odom and uh, Utah State. Again, they'll be announced tomorrow at 11 a.m. officially. Speaking of coaching moves, this <laughs> this Mount West Conference in regards to coaches is getting really juicy. Tim Miles, who created the Craig Smith of basketball coaching is now going to be the head coach at San Jose State. Former guy at Colorado State where Craig was an assistant underneath uh, Tim. 
uh, was named officially the basketball coach on Tuesday. Uh, reports kind of emerged Monday that Miles and San Jose State were nearing an agreement. <laughs> Do you see this? This is qualifies that blew your mind. Do you know how Chris Beard, right? He waited until his buyout dropped on April 1st to sign with Texas. Yeah. Do you see this stat here about Miles? So he was owed $105,000 per month through March of this year by Nebraska. And then conveniently, right? The March ends. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, I can be the coach. <laughs> Make sure to get all his Nebraska money. Oh, man. I didn't know that. Oh, jeez. Uh... Miles led Colorado State to two, uh, from 2007 to 12. He went 71 and 88 in five seasons. Uh, but he took Colorado State from the doormat of the program with an 0-16 record in his first year to an NCAA tournament team by his last season. They went 20-12, and 12, made the NCAA tournament in 2012, lost to Murray State um, before Nebraska, then went and grabbed Miles. He went 116 and 114 at Nebraska. He was fired following the 2019 season because Nebraska is way, way overrated in regards to basketball. Uh, he's been in the media since. Uh, I think he's been working with Fox Sports a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah. Uh, and he's, as you mentioned, he's owed $105,000 per month through March 20th, 21, which is about $2.5 million. That's grandeur work by Coach Miles. Hey, cashed in all his money. Now Absolutely. I got a new payday. Hey, you're going to fire me? Well, I'm going to take every penny out of you guys. I would. That's smart. It was kind of a – it was – I don't know if anybody remembers being a Big Ten fan. I do. So they waffled, I think, for a little bit. They had high, They had interviewed, if I remember correctly, somebody, and then they decided not to. And it was widely reported that they wanted to get rid of him, and then the players and everybody said no, and they were like, eh. And then they were like, all right, Hoiberg. And then they hired someone anyway. It was just kind of a bad situation. It's Nebraska athletics. They're kind of crap. <laughs> it's Big Ten, people. Uh, AJ's not a fan of anybody in the Big Ten except for Purdue. Uh, yeah, that's not totally true. Mount West Conference men's basketball coaching looks like this right now, AJ. Steve Alford at Nevada. Brian Dutcher at San Diego State. Tim Miles now at San, uh, San Jose State. Ryan Odom's at Utah State. Richard Pitino is at New Mexico. And Leon Rice is at Boise State. Well, I mean, one of those things is not like the other. One of those <laughs> things just doesn't belong. I know, I know. He texts into our show all the time, but I'm sorry, you just don't get to, you don't get to be in the same sentence as the rest of those guys, <laughs> Mr. Boise State. When you blow it at the end of every season, when you can't win in March, yeah, I think I would mention Nico Medved before I'd mention any, but uh, uh, Leon Rice. Are yeah, you surprised Nico Medved didn't get a job anywhere else? Um, I mean, I know Colorado State was still they made the NIT <sighs> semifinal, not too bad. No. When you think about it, though, because if you look at it, what jobs actually were filled? UNC went in-house. Yeah. Texas went with Beard. Texas Tech went in-house. Marquette and went with Texas Tech or Texas coach. Went with Shaka Smart, and so that was more and of a And Oklahoma took Loyola Chicago, who a guy had been there for 10 years, winning without breaking yeah. a sweat. And so I, don't th- I would take, no offense to Matt, but I think he's a good coach, but I would take the Loyola coach over him. So really the only but- job that got filled <laughs> Was I guess technically Marquette, Texas, and and Oklahoma, and Oklahoma they picked the right candidate. Tex Marquette, uh, Texas kind of just shuffled the deck. I think it was <laughs> better than Shaka Smart. Through the card. So there really wasn't that many jobs open for the way it looked because there weren't. So I think he's back, like you said. I think they're going to be a really good team. I'd imagine off the top of my head, not knowing who's going to return, and we'll see with the NBA and transfers and all that. 
Uh, obviously, Colorado State's going to be one of the favorites to win the Mountain West. And they were on the cusp of the NCAA tournament this year, so I'd imagine they will be in next year, barring unforeseen circumstances. Like you said, I mean, and they got all program. five guys coming back. We're yeah. talking Isaiah Stevens, Roddy, uh, Thistlewood. That team is coming back with a vengeance. I tweeted last night. I said that being someone who's not from the Mountain West footprint, this conference as a whole, and I talked about it a little bit yesterday on the show, um, football and basketball deserves a lot more attention than it gets, especially basketball. The coaching talent is is very good. I'm not I'm not as high in Patino, but uh, Dutcher, um, Alford, uh, now Miles. I, I think USU's coach Odom is a good hire. Um, uh, Medved's a good guy. I mean, there, there's a lot of great coaching talent. Did you just say Leon Rice too? You said Leon Rice is in there. No, no, yeah. he's not. I'm pretty he, sure he's, he's different. Leon Rice. Look, if they just spent more money and the Mountain West didn't cater to them all the time, then they would have maybe potentially not blown like the last eight games that they lost. They lost five of the last six, man. I, they just, That's amazing. Wah, wah, wah all the way home. All right, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll get more of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I never thought about his golfing career, if it was going to continue. When you get to be 45 or 46, just normal golfers on tour, you don't play competitive golf at a very high level on a consistent basis. But he's already had his career defined. I think he's the greatest golfer of all time. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a bobcat, a wolf, a grizzly, a mustang, or a riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lesolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional. Open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and AJ Salveson. Thank you for being along the ride yeah, with us. Our listeners are incredible. Awesome. They really are, Eric. Greatly appreciate them and uh, are grateful you guys are part of the Full Court Press with us. 2776, where's AJ? That's, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you want to know where AJ is? I'll go get AJ for you. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots program, which provides specially trained service dogs to veterans in need. Let's help our veterans heal from the invisible wounds of war. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
AJ Knight's here. I am. According to our listeners, that's all that matters is that AJ Knight is here. That's clearly. Nobody else matters except for AJ Knight. <laughs> Makes me sick. That is not true at all. No, it is true. And I, I, I mean, whatever. Okay, it's fine. I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. Kill. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, actually, no, we'll save the NBA news here for the second hour because we got to talk jazz basketball. Uh, they, the ESPN did their top 25 or top 25 players who are 25 and under, and you're not going to believe. Well, you probably will if it's ESPN, but you're not going to believe where ESPN put LaMelo Ball. I got to guess. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, hey, I was looking at some baseball stuff. I know we're only like four games into the season, so I mean, calm down, right? But, dude, Oakland's 0-5. What the fetch? I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and all five games were at home. Yeah, what was it? They played uh, Houston, right? They started against Houston. Yeah. We talked about how the Houston dismantled them. How about uh, <laughs> one of my favorite memes I've already seen this season, I guess, in, uh, um, oh, what, what's Boston's parks called? Uh, um, wait, what park? Uh, Fenway Park. Fenway. In Fenway, they have a sign behind home plate that says, kids eat free when Boston wins. Somebody tweeted a picture that said, man, the kids in, the kids in Boston are going to go starving. <laughs> <laughs> bad. Dude, they are. They're one in three right now. Terrible. Uh, my Braves are 0 3 right now, which is good. They're not going to make the playoffs. Going to continue. First psychology fraud. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You can see real. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies are 4 and 0. Dodgers are 4 and 1. Padres are 3 and 2. Hey, your Cubs are 3 and 1 next to the Reds. Uh, I wouldn't get my hopes up quite yet. Oh, you're good, man. You're doing good. You're hanging in there for dear life. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Salt Lake Bees, the major league affiliate, the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels, continue to just, I mean, they're good, 4-1, and one, but now they're playing the Houston Astros, and Cray just crushed a two-run homer to give them a 4-2 lead going into the bottom of the well, ninth. that's not fair. He's not a triple-A player. Not only that. That homer shouldn't count. Not, dude, not only that, but he probably was wired, and there's probably drums oh. and whistling. Oh, no. No, I'm going to be that guy. And you know what? I should be that guy. Someone's got to be that guy. That's fair. Y- you get me? I'm with you. I-, I think it's total crap. The argument was they couldn't figure out who to punish, so they didn't punish any of the players. Just got rid of the GM and the manager, and that lasted because Hinch went to – he's in Detroit now. I think it's total crap. I think they should have absolutely punished the players. I think they should have stripped them of the World Series. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Giants and Padres play later tonight. That's actually the nightcapper of the uh, day. And then the two games on ESPN will be the Mets and Phillies. Mets are 0-1. Oh, yeah, they had a bunch of games canceled, huh, versus Washington. Yep. That's right. And then Tampa Bay and Boston. Yeah. I'm with you. There's, there's, no, there's very, nothing there. Very blah. Yeah, absolutely. When? Do, hey, are you a big fan? I used to be a big fan of Sunday Night Baseball, but now that it's like Yankees, Boston – and anybody that the Yankees in Boston are playing, it's kind of getting old. I'm not a big fan of it anymore. Eh, I tap in occasionally. I just, I don't know about you, but a, a fair amount of the broadcast teams, the television broadcast teams, I can't stand. Yeah. For baseball. Yeah. Washington's is probably the worst, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, A Rod should not be there. I don't think he's good. Uh, I, uh, no, I'm not into it. Hey, do you remember. <laughs> I steal my favorite TV clip, and I'm sure everybody's seen it, is when um, the Cincinnati Reds TV guy made that inappropriate remark, and then he's, like, making his apology live on air, and I think I can't remember who crushed the home run, and he just calls it. 
<laughs> like in the middle with Paul Jane, he goes, that's a two-run homer by so-and-so. Makes it score 3-4 <laughs> here in the bottom of the fifth. And, and then he just goes back into his apology. Like, doesn't even phase him. He's just, he's got to keep the game going. <laughs> got to keep it going. I'm about to lose my job and I'm going to get fired. By the way, three run homer by, uh, let's see, by remarking is uh, up and gone. It's in the left field. So it's a. Uh, Nick Castellanos blasts that one off the left. 5 4, five, four Reds. I will no longer be the voice of the Reds. And, uh, I, dude, I got I to gotta find that audio for you now because that, dude, it is freaking funny. Um, You would, I got to find this. I got to play it for you. I got to find this somehow. Dang it. And I'm going to. And then when I do, I'm going to play it for you. You would absolutely get a kick. Oh, here it is. Let's see. So I don't want to make sure I don't, I don't play the slow. That would be a good idea. Otherwise, you're going to have to do the exact same thing. So the Jazz last night, and I am so sorry. I am so sorry for playing that on the air. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't find the video right now. But when I do, I'll play it for you. It, you'll get a kick out of it. All right, uh, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press. A lot of NBA talk here in hour number two, plus the stat that blew our mind in our Player of the Week. This is the Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Tiger Woods was driving way too fast on a road nobody should drive fast on. He has, through the years, liked driving fast. It mirrors his life. And as one of the great writers of the 20th centuries once wrote, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Find me a hero, and I'll write you a tragedy. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with another tip for your lawn. It's been a wet, cool, crazy year for your lawn. Soil temperatures have been slow to warm up. Over the next few weeks, you'll see weeds fight for space and try to take over your lawn. Dandelions pack about 200 seeds on each flower. Those seeds can blow up to 5 miles and live up to 7 years. We can help you win the weed battle. Call the Lawn Doctor at 753-LAWN or go to LawnDoctor.com. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. All right, so AJ, here is the apology from uh, the Reds announcer. Oh boy! After the home run, by the way, ended up in the judgment-free zone, and this is after the Reds announcer. I made a uh, uh, a homophobic a homophobic slur, um, and this is his apology and calling the home run. Listen to this. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game as Holland takes over on the mound. Uh, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I'm going to try and skip ahead here, find a home run. I pride myself it will be a home run. Oh, here it is. So here it is. <laughs> pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by <laughs> Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> So that'll make it a four-nothing ball game. (laughs) I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. I don't know. 
know I'm so shutting in front of the ball game. So they they obviously want him to segue. Well, no, I don't even get that. Like, so why is he still on if they're like, all Dude, right, we're not going to so let you they're taking it. him off after the inning. We got like five seconds left, but they're taking him off at at the end of the inning. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We aren't getting paid millions, but we do get paid. AJ and Adam, AJ Salves here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming on 106.9thefan.com. And, of course, you're carrying us with the 106.9thefan mobile app. AJ, how you doing over there? You've been kind of quiet today. Kind of quiet, whatever. I've been dropping knowledge bombs left and right. Knowledge bombs left and right. Dude, I'm telling you, like, this clip is just so funny. I was I was dying. I probably shouldn't be laughing this hard because I of just- the... If he already said something stupid on air, I get the like. Yeah, but the, just, so, just wh- kick him out. Just get rid of him. Yeah, but how do you get? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they came over and they said, "Look, we're going to give you an on-air apology, and then we want you out of here." Right? <laughs> you got thirty seconds, and we're out. I don't care if there's a home run, nothing. You're you gone. You're gone. So very very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God. And, and, and the part, the most irony of it all is that he hits it into the judgment-free zone. Oops. <laughs> oh, man. Irony is not lost on Nick Castellanos. <laughs> What the guy's apologizing? Oh, man. Let me just hit one over here. Hey, so uh, Utah State, again, the official announcement of uh, Ryan Odom as the new head basketball coach at Utah State will be coming through tomorrow and in a press conference, which starts at 11 a.m., media only. General public, uh, you can hear it on this very station on 106 FM, 1390 AM, uh, and then it'll also be tell or not streamed on utahstateaggies.com website. Uh, but Jay Billis went out and put a little a, a bit about Ryan Odom. You ready for this, man? Listen. Quote, Ryan Odom is an inspired choice to lead the Utah State program. Ryan has basketball in his blood and has a clear vision of exactly who he is and where he will take the Aggies program. He is a great teacher and, strat- and strategist, and his, players know they have he- <laughs> and his players know they have him in their corner. Always. Ryan Odom is a coach whom you want to mentor your son on and off the floor, end quote. That's from Jay Billis about Ryan Odom. Dude, he's getting all sorts of references, man. I like it. I thought, I think it's a good hire. I think I think uh, the Utah State Athletic Department did a great job having to hire a football and basketball coach in the same uh, athletic year. Crushed it. Crushed it. Hey, uh, I was, I'm getting some crap from BYU and Utah fans. Who would you say, as a Purdue Boilermaker fan, is your BYU in Utah for you? Okay, so let me ask this. How would you define, so when you say my BYU, what, what, what are the characteristics I'm looking Annoying, for? Annoying, arrogant, selfish, dumb, incompetent, and, and just, <laughs> I mean, like, 
okay. I could go on, Can but I, I got to be careful. So, what what is their history here? They they're successful where they stand in terms of state competitiveness. So I would say probably the BYU of Indiana is IU, but that would probably make Purdue the Utah of, of Indiana. Okay, so okay, so I can see BYU being the Indiana for you, absolutely. Uh, they think they're awesome. because they won these national championships sixty-five years ago, and they still think that they're national champions today. Yeah. Hey, we won the national championship in nineteen eighty-four. Okay. Right. So we're the national. So that would be your yeah. That'd be Indiana would be my BYU would be the, yeah, like okay. three years ago when Purdue went to the Elite Eight, I was reading IU fans on Twitter were like, Oh yeah, well when's the last time that happened? And people were like, When's the last time IU went? Okay, so here is what Utah is to me, and then I want you to put a Utah for you as a Purdue Bulletmaker guy. Okay. Utah, very successful, okay. can win games, but when they get to the biggest games, they choke. But they still want you to know that they got to the they got to a bigger game than you, and they think that their hierarchy is more than you, like that they are always going to be better than you no matter what happens because of facilities or because of this or because of that. Uh, I would say that that has to be Notre Dame more so their football program than their basketball program. Man, really? That'd so, be your Purdue? Uh, really? I, I, I think so. I mean, it's Purdue. Purdue definitely chokes, has, has a history recently, at least, of choking big games. I don't think our fans are super arrogant, super passionate, but we're definitely cynical. Um, but no, that's Notre Dame. Like, everyone's, oh, no, we made it to the BCF playoffs, and then we got crushed by 20 points, but we were there. You didn't have a chance. <laughs> we were there. Who cares? That's Notre Dame. Also, how about this? We, we have another text. I promise I'm going to get to you, 6328, but. Nine nine four eight. It's hard to say the Aggies crushed it with the new coaches, considering they haven't even coached a game for the Aggies. I thought they crushed it with Brent Guy too. Well, I, mean, I think that goes without saying. Ah, nine nine four eight. If you thought Brent Guy was going to crush it, you were. I mean, you should have known that well before the hire that that wasn't going to happen. Well, I think I'll let AJ take that part for me. Obviously, until they coach, you don't know for sure. But look, I Coach Odom was not tied to USU. I think he's an incredibly great candidate. Um, coach, help me, Ajay. What's the football coach Dan Blanken? Uh, Blake coach Anderson. Name? Blake Anderson. Ajay will test this more as someone who's around the program a lot more. That's a steal. Yeah. The Aggies absolutely is. got a steal. Yeah, that's Hartwell killing. I mean, that's Hartwell doing his job and doing it very well with the like, Blake Anderson hire. He had interviewed for Power 5 jobs and turned them down because of just his situation. That is an absolute well, steal. And if you Aggies. don't believe that, look at his staff. His staff is monumental. It is really, really good. Look, I, I think I think that Coach Anderson is an absolute steal for the Aggies because I think he absolutely could have gone, no offense to Utah State, but somewhere bigger. And I think Coach Odom is going to be much in line of, of Coach Smith. Um, obviously, he's got a little bit more name recognition because what he did at UMBC, that's, I think, a testament to where Utah State is now. But again, he's another guy that's still kind of cutting his teeth. I think, I think Utah State's going to be very pleased with. Yeah, I think I, they crushed it. I can tell you right now the players, the, the players have – Spoke with him, uh, I believe, over Zoom, mm. uh, and they were very impressed. They were very, very impressed I with him it. and how he's handled the situation. Because look, it's you lose a coach the way that these kids did. I mean, with and it's like it's like the Chris Beard situation. I don't know how much you notice those players got, but these players didn't have any notice, zero, zilch, none. They woke up that morning to social media and text messages galore saying, "Hey, your coach is gone. What happened?" Those that's how those kids found out. 
And so Bovey and Hartwell put their heads together and said, we got to find the right guy who can help these kids pick them up off this just emotional uh, letdown and get them up going and get them up going quickly. And they did it. They absolutely did it. I was so impressed with the work that Mr. Hartwell and Mr. Bovey did on this hire. It's a great hire. I think it's a well, great fit yeah. for Utah State. This late in the process, too, it's also it was a big deal to get it done pretty quickly just that, because – That transfer portal yeah. is, is, is enormous, everybody's but it's getting got hit a, hard. Everybody's got a free year, so if you don't make that decision quickly, who knows what happens. Yeah. Utah State, be like, you know what, it's kind of taking a long time. Uh, I'm going to go somewhere where I know what, what they're doing. Mm. It's a big deal. Uh, that's a good point. All right, uh, let's talk some Utah Jazz basketball, shall we? 6328 text into the show. What does Rudy Gobert have to do to win a NBA MVP award? Um, oh, do, you want the, do you want the short answer or the hopeful answer? Uh, yes. You know what? I want, well, actually, no, give me the hopeful answer. Well, the hopeful answer would be he'd have to probably average like 30 and 15 at least and win Defensive Player of the Year. He'd have to Giannis it. He'd have to be devastating from the like. He'd have to average thirty and fifteen, probably three to five blocks. I mean, the Jazz are already number one team, but that's what he'd have to do. He just have to have a statistically nightmare of a year. He's the not sh- doing too bad so far. He's been pretty good this year. The short really answer. The short answer is he's not. He's he's never going to. Yeah, and I will go with you on that one. I don't think he's going to win an NBA MVP award ever. And that's nothing against him. It's just the rest of the league is what it is. Uh, last night, though, it didn't really help. Dallas Mavericks over the Jazz, 111-103. Uh, Luka was Luka. Again, 31 points. He was really good. Dorian Smith had a season-high 23. Um, and it's the fifth straight win for the Mavericks, who've caught fire at a really great time. And for the Jazz, they saw their nine-game winning streak come to an end. But it's really not the worst of things. Like, they're still in great shape in the Western Conference. I believe I heard, listen, when you and Eric went through the schedule and you predicted that they weren't going to win this one anyway. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to win. I think they were going to beat the Suns, though. They have to win tomorrow. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on ESPN, the game will be here on this station. They have to win tomorrow. That is a must-win tomorrow. Um, Really, so for me, you know what they say about the NBA? It's a make-or-miss league. Dallas made their shots. The role players specifically made their shots. The Jazz didn't, and unfortunately that happens you know, things don't go so well. Uh, the big thing, though, for this, Ajay, and I'm kind of curious what you think is this, is uh, what do you do with Gobert and teams that don't play traditional centers? Because that's what Dallas did. Now, Dallas, I think, had definitely a off night in terms of they're not going to shoot that well every night, and they just they just caught the Jazz at the wrong time. But there are plenty of teams that the Jazz are going to play where you're going to be like, all right, how do we use Gobert? Because we don't want him to leave the paint, mm. but also teams are going to spread the floor, and we can't give up open shots because three-pointers how games change quickly. So, Sorry, are you talking about the defensive end or the offensive end? Defensive end. So, and that's a liability that you just got to live with. I mean, it really is. And I mean, Joel Embiid's getting better from the perimeter. Not great, but better. Kristaps Porzingis would have been a nightmare for Gobert, uh, as is Brooke Lopez. But I, I think you just take it and you just live with it because you know no matter what, Rudy Gobert is just never going to be a great defender in the perimeter. It's just not going to happen. But what he really is and has become so much better at is being a guy who can recover to the ball, who can recover and get to the hoop and get a block. It's um, And I, I, that's what's impressed me the most. By the way, Mike Conley had a 28 for the Jazz. That led the team. It was Mike Conley, Donald Mitchell, Bodjanovic, and Clarkson scored 16 each. 
And Rudy Gobert again had 14 points, 15 boards, but uh, it was just it was the three pointers that killed Utah. In fact, Mavericks gave Utah a taste of its own medicine. They were 23 of 49 from behind the arc. They hit him. Wow, they had a good night. And when you read the when you read the review of the game, and it says if the ja- if the Mavericks shoot like this every game, then they could play with anyone. Yeah. Now that's your indication they don't normally shoot like that. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. There you go. Uh, by the way, two seven eight seven said in reality for in regards to how does Gobert win the MVP? In reality, not play for the Jazz. The Jazz get no respect from the rest of the NBA. That actually might be true. Like you think about it, if he's playing for the Lakers, the Bucks, the Suns, the the Nets, the Knicks, <laughs> the Heat. He's getting a lot of attention, and, and people are clamoring over him, but because he plays for Utah, we didn't know you existed. I think that's a big part of it, but the, the other issue, too, is he's not the biggest star in his own team, and I think that factors in as well. Uh, by the way, going back to our coaching conversation, nine nine four eight. I thought they crushed it with the Dave Arcelanian hire, Mick Dennehy as well. The list goes on and on. We won't know until they start coaching some games, just saying. You're right. We, we won't know, but what his resume has said so far is really – I like. I really do like. I mean, I, if, again, yeah. I mean, that's the same. I agree. I mean, it goes without saying. Whenever you do that, you're not going to know. Like you didn't yeah. know if Coach Cal was going to work at Kentucky till he got on the court. Yeah. But again, I think that the resume of Coach Odom is great, and I think that they got a candidate that could have gone a lot better jobs in Coach Anderson. Yep. Absolutely agree. Uh, so his, uh, in regards of the uh, team's off shooting night, coach, uh, Quinn Snyder, um, said, look, when we move the ball, we're really good. When we don't move the ball, we let it stick. We're selfish and we are stagnant End quote. Might be talking about a couple of players there, by the way, because there's one possession and I was watching Jordan Clarkson. He, he gets the rebound. He comes down court. Joe Ingles is on his right body. Yonovich is on his left. And then Clarkson fades with the dribble to his, the left wing, then dribbles into the lane, dribbles to the right corner, and then steps out of bounds. And Joe Ingles, when, so when Clarkson dribbles to the left wing, as he's starting his dribble to the left wing, Ingles throws his hands on the air and then puts his hands on his knees and then starts walking backwards as Clarkson's going into the lane and steps on the paint. Like, he walked backwards because he knew what was going to happen. And, uh, again... It's just he just felt like it was, it's selfish, stagnant basketball, which is true. Uh, and the the other difference to this is that in, in the Mavericks' losses to the Jazz in January, they led for a total of 19 seconds, uh, and that was only in one of the games. And that was by one point. On Monday, uh, they went on a seven nothing run, less than four minutes into the game, and they didn't trail the rest of the way. It was their night? They yeah. shot well. And then, see, that's the thing. Like Jazz fans can't overreact. It's an 82 or it's a 72 game season this season. And so you can't overreact. Like, it's a loss. It's going to happen. You're not going to win them all. And you're on a nine game winning streak. You win tomorrow night, though, you're in really good shape because that's the one team that's threatening your spot. Win tomorrow night against the Suns, 8 p.m. on ESPN Mountain Time. Will be, game will be on the station, and you're going to be in good shape. I agree. I mean, the Jazz are up two and a half games still on the Suns. The Nets have the number one seed out east. Uh, the Jazz are up three and a half on them. So uh, I was going to ask you coming in. I thought about it, and I, I looked at the record yesterday. Is it just me, or does it seem like the energy that surrounded this team in the first half before the All-Star break, it's just not – it feels it's more stagnant. Like, I feel like – I don't know if it's Like because, within the team itself? Uh, a little bit, but, I mean, even surrounding it. Like, like the national media, like, did oh, it, yeah. like went in and just hit them hard before the All-Star break. Yeah. I feel like it's just come out – 
even though they're still playing very well, they were on the nine-game win streak, feels almost like flat. Like you're like, eh, kind of, I don't know, just, it just doesn't seem as exciting, even though they're still playing very well. Yeah, because it, it's old. It's old hat. Like, okay, do we want to make fun of the Jazz again? Like, Nick Retz, like, I already talked to the Jazz, about the Jazz three times. I'm sick of making fun of them. I want to, I want to, you know, get on my jollies about LeBron James and how he's the greatest player and the greatest athlete in sports history. He's greater than Jim Thorpe. You know, he's greater than, he's faster than Usain Bolt. Like, I mean, good for you, Nick. And then, and if that's what he, and that's what he wants to do, then great. And if, if, uh, if Skip Bayless wants to talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo and how great Dennis Schroeder is, wonderful. But come playoff time, they're going to have to talk about the Jazz because we're going to get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's a big game for really giving them, putting themselves in a position to lock up the one seed. Definitely. We got to have any text. I close my text line. Oops. Oh, there we go. 9310 text into the show. Recruiting at USU is different than UMBC. At UMBC, maybe those recruits are getting a couple no-name D1 schools looking at them. At Utah State, we have the Mountain West, Pac-12, BYU to compete for recruits. Hopefully, Coach Odom can do well in this. <laughs> Look, text line. Like, I love you to death, but again, duh. <laughs> Recruiting's going to be different no matter what. It's the same thing with Coach Smith at Utah. There's something, I mean, we've talked about a lot in the building in the sports department. There's a difference, I think, in Utah State where you can kind of get away with system guys and then you gotta kind of get a you gotta get talent guys. I think UMBC, he could definitely still implement a similar system. But yeah, he's also gonna the other thing is it's not just a negative, it's a positive. He can also run his system at UMB that he ran at UMBC with better better players. I agree. Absolutely. But and I think he'll hit that portal and he'll look at it and he'll yes. pick the right kids to fit around the mold that they already got. Uh, nine nine four eight. I agree with you one hundred percent, RJ. Jazz won't win the championship this year. They'll choke. There's so much cynicism. Chat line this year. I love it today. I love it. You're loving the cynicism. I love it. I love it. All right, fine. Give the people what they want. The Jazz won't win. USU's gonna go to the basement of the Mountain West in both football and basketball. I love it because you know what? I don't think the Jazz are making the NBA Finals, and I think if they face the Lakers in the NBA or in the Western Conference Finals. In a seven-game series, it's over in six. Yeah, that's probably what I would pick. Yeah, it ain't going seven. I mean, I've been again. I've been in the camp all year that you need to miss the Clippers and the Lakers as long as possible. You hope that they have to run into each other in the second round. Oh man, my Braves lost today. Gosh dang it, we're zero and four. <laughs> that jinx better better pull through very quickly for me. I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> I I would also like to point out to uh, nine three one zero. It's worth <laughs> noting we went into a deep dive on Coach Odom yesterday, and we'll obviously talk about him much um, tomorrow. But UMBC was a terrible program; they were terrible. Yeah, and he put them. He won three uh, twenty games, three straight seasons. He was the coach of the year this past year. They finished first in their conference. Dude, they, they won an NCAA tournament game. They beat Virginia. <laughs> I mean, come on. So like again. Great hire as far as I'm concerned. And I think he can recruit. I think being able to tell a kid, uh, hey, look, you want to come play Utah State in front of a packed house spectrum, passionate fans, uh, great environment, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way to go. That's absolutely the way to go. 
It's also worth noting, again, that for any concerns you have of him moving from East Coast to Mountain West, his brother's a scout for the Jazz. Yeah. He knows. His dad coached a Wake Forest and uh, won a a few games there. His family knows Quinn Snyder. His family knows Dennis Dennis Lindsay. Lindsay Very well. They have a great relationship with them. He's all right. 8798, uh, it ain't much, but it's an honest man's work. I would bet all my pennies that the Jazz will not make the NBA Finals. But the payoff on that is just superb. Really, really going out on a limb there, 8798. Hey, you know what, 8798, I'm with you. Thank you, 8798. We are together. 9948 says I'm a Braves fan also, AJ. Good thing there's another 158 games left. I got bad news for you, AJ. The Braves are on pace. The Sorry. Braves are on pace to finish zero and one hundred sixty-two this season. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good pace to be on. That's the pace they're on right now. Good thing there's another fifty-eight <laughs> games left. Crap! There's another one hundred fifty-eight games left. <laughs> oh, oh man! See eight seven nine eight nine nine four eight, and myself. Jazz aren't going to the finals. They're good. They're a great basketball team. The problem is is that the Lakers are better when they are healthy. The Clippers are better when they are healthy. Whoa. Ooh, you ready for conspiracy? 8798, the NBA's lost millions of dollars already. The last thing they need is the Utah Jazz in the NBA Finals. Yeah, it will see, not yeah. happen. Okay, and I'm with him, actually. I'm 100% with him because in 2009, we should have been in the NBA Finals, but they, the refs and the NBA hosed the Jazz in that Lakers series. Oh, I'm telling you, like... Kobe was getting an average of like 18 free throws a game. Pau Gasol was getting an average of like 10. I mean, Pau was going through a breakup with his girlfriend because no girl finds a man who can't rebound attractive. And so he lost his girlfriend. But then the NBA's like, oh, hey, we're going to help you out here. <laughs> Look, I don't have anything to say. I'm, I'm still in the middle of reading uh, Three Ring Circus. It's a book about the first Lakers. Um, oh, I need to read that. Championship run. And it, it's been confirmed that the the uh, refs made sure, absolutely made sure that with the Chris Webber, Peja Stojakovic, Kings team, that they made sure that that series got to a game seven because the NBA wanted the money. So I, Don't I blame them. I can't argue with you that there's definitely not things like that that have happened. Uh, 2787, Jazz will not make it past the second round. Five seven six three. I hope you all have to eat your hat. Go Jazz! All right, so we got somebody. Uh, eight seven nine eight. There's Aj. There's no way on God's green earth the Utah Jazz would have beat said. the Lakers in that series. He said that. That's, that's what Aj's been saying. Yeah. That's five what seven I said. six three. Thank you for a little bit of optimism. Like, don't ask me to make a pick because it'll rain on this positive <laughs> momentum I'm building right now. But I mean, I'm glad there's a little bit of eight zero a little bit of optimism. Eight zero zero three. Nancy Kerrigan is better when she's healthy. That's mean. That's mean. Eight zero zero three. Jeez, I can't believe I just read that on air. Nobody took a pipe to LeBron's ankle. <laughs> well, we don't know about. You Man, never know. He. And no, no. say it. No, say it. No. no do say we, it. Do we know Anthony Davis for sure is going to come back? I mean, Achilles injuries are nothing to mess dude, around. I'm with, not man. sold on. And even and that dude, his, even if he does come back, I'm not, he's is, not going to be 100 percent healthy. His thing is being hurt. Like, last year was the anomaly. And a big part of that is, and look, I think the Lakers were probably the best team last year, but let's not ignore the fact that LeBron, who's played 10 million minutes of basketball, and Anthony Davis, who is a walking crutch waiting to happen with an eyebrow, they both got four months off. (laughs) Hey, yeah, speaking of which, James Harden's about to miss uh, at least 10 days for Brooklyn Nets. Meanwhile, Kevin Durant's on his way to return. 
Uh, yeah, he's probably thinking, please, let's just let me get on the court. I need some kind of distraction from my general being a D-bag on the internet. Dude. How is? How do you have to be, like, look, I get it. Just because you're a superstar does not mean you're the most confident person in the world. He was busted with the burner phones. He famously said afterwards the internet he was not going to give them up, and then he gets busted again. Learn your lesson. Yeah. One of these times, it's going to catch up to him, and he ain't going to make hundreds of millions of dollars anymore. Yeah. Just shut up. You're Kevin Durant. I, here's the thing. is anybody Okay, so if Donovan Mitchell tweets that at somebody, what's the punishment? Is it a $50,000 fine, or is it a $100,000 fine and a five-game suspension? Oh, I'm sure it's more severe. He's not as big to the NBA's bottom line. Uh, John Russell texts in, Davis is not coming back. Look what happened to Durant when he tried to come back too early. It's worth noting. Okay, but here's the thing, is that Durant tore his Achilles. Yes, that's different. Davis didn't. Yeah, but I think you would also argue Davis has a history of always being banged up. Durant, besides what, he broke his he broke his foot that one year, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Which is kind of, it's not it's not really a freak injury, it just happens. They're actually pretty easy to recover from. It's been pretty pretty healthy. I, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Are we sure Davis is coming back? Because i got to be honest, I think LeBron and not Davis is is certainly beatable in the Western Conference playoffs. I would agree with that. I'd absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Davis is better. <laughs> what? Oh, here we go. 8798. Ajay, the Logan Cubs were better when you were healthy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about the bad news bears? You want to talk about that freshman team that I coached with the kid crapping his pants? I was playing on a team like that. Dude, they were, I mean, I made that team great. You corked the bat, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, well, no. Uh, we heard it first. And, oh, dude, my batting average was low because I kept getting beaned because teams hated me for no reason at all. I didn't in, do anything wrong. Lean in and but this one OPS. specific team would bean me every time I go up to the play. Like, I knew it was coming. They'd throw a fastball inside, miss, throw a curveball outside, a ball up, and then, bam, you just knew it was coming. Did you charge the mound? No. I would have charged I think I mound. stared him down one time, and the guy looked at me and just scoffed, and then he picked me off at first. Well, that, that you can't let that happen. That's embarrassing. I swear he balked, though. I still, I still today swear he balked. 8003. Ache, you make this show great. I know! See? It's people like 8003. It's people like 8798. Hit, hit my music. You and my dad would get along together so well. Oh, I know. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. Me and 8003 and me and 8798 are going out for... Uh, uh, couple of uh, sprites on the rocks with bendy straws probably later on tonight now. Drinks on me, guys. Drinks just think Utah State's never going to win again. Hey, hey just because you don't agree and you don't appreciate me okay. being a loyal fan of the Utah Jazz instead of being a realist. I am being a realist, AJ. Are you ever a realist about your team? Yes. Are How you though really? You asked me about the Bears and I said they suck. Okay, do okay. Let's be. Oh, don't give me the Bears. How many times example. you asked me about the Cubs? Okay. I said they suck. Okay, so the Cubs. I can. Well, I can sort of understand they won one championship. How many times you asked me about the Bulls and I said they that one will go with. Okay, that one, no, you never say the Bulls suck. They you never suck. said that. I think the Vucevic trade was stupid because they still can't get into the playoffs. <laughs> look, look, you did. I don't want to hear it. I'm a Purdue fan. You know what our history is? <laughs> Getting jinxed. I want to hear it. I absolutely do not want to hear it. I'm as real as it comes to my you team. Sound right now. You would get you would get along with my dad though because oh, we got man. upset in the first round of the tournament this year, right? My dad goes on and 
oh, Purdue, there are always disappointments in the tournament, blah, 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 blah. I talked to him on the phone the next day. I was like, hey, do you remember what Purdue did the last time they were in the tournament before this year? And he goes, no. They were in the Elite Eight. Is that a disappointment to you? Well, no, I guess not. Yeah, a little bit of overreaction, don't you think? <laughs> well, they just they should have won. Yeah, they should have, but it's happened. Ohio State got knocked off by a 15 seed. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so glad I finally got you riled up. 8003 says we need AJ t-shirts. Here's a question, 8003. What do you want the saying to oh, me? Oh, no, 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 8003 and 8798. And you know what? 9948. Since you're a Braves fan, you can come with us. Here's what we're going to do. Five years ago, I accidentally got drunk. Here's what happened. I was at Texas Roadhouse, and I ordered a wild strawberry lemonade. I didn't know, because I've never drank alcohol, that it, there was alcohol inside of it. Me either. So I drank the first glass, and it was delicious. And I was like, get me another one. I drank the second one, and I had ordered some cheese fries and a roll. And all of a sudden, I started kind of fading in and out. Again, I've never had alcohol in my life, so I didn't know what was going on. All as I, been to, all as I remember is that I was singing to Belinda Carlisle in a really loud voice, going 65 miles or like 75 on the freeway getting home. My wife then takes me inside and and then I'm like half naked with a laundry basket over my head running into walls. I drunk call my friend and then I was so angry and I'm not, this is not even a joke. I was so angry that I was naked in a laundry basket and my wife took a photo of me but you can't see anything cuz I it was it's pure art. I had to send you the photo. I had to frame it and sign it for you. How about for Eric? Next no, time dude. he wins pick six, which will be the next time. So John, so John Russell that. texts me and he says, stick to riding in the laundry basket. I wasn't riding. I was just sitting in it. And it was beautiful art. So what we'll do is we'll put that picture on the shirt. Oh, jeez. Oh, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll sell. We'll call him Brown Mamba Mentality. <laughs> 8003 suggestion is just your face like Ale- Jason Alexander. Ah, I love that shirt. 6891 says, I accidentally get drunk every weekend. <laughs> Okay, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that a wild like I didn't know that wild meant alcohol. Look, buddy, you're talking to someone else who never drinks ever. I don't know. <laughs> you I don't know, know better. Tell you. you know better. Oh, and oh, or we can get one of like me playing for the Logan Cubs, and uh, I went to Did your bun- nickname just be Beanball, dude. Yeah. See, here's the thing is, and 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 even when I didn't mean to get beaned, I still got beaned. So, for example, I went to Square Bunt, and I'm bad at bunting. Horrible at bunting. It's an easy sacrifice to get the man from first to second. Right. I bunt it, and it goes off the plate, and it hits me in the Wachobies. Oof. And Oof. I fall. Here's the problem, is that it was fair. Oof. Well, I mean, it's an e- you were going to be an easy out anyway. You were bunting, so. <laughs> Dude, I had some speed back then. Oh, not at that point in time. I don't know if you can call for a, 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 a sub runner mid play, but I think I would have tried. <laughs> You're way way early in a ball play. Go, go, go! go. go. <laughs> Please go. Here's the problem: is the guy that was in the dugout, uh, he was like nine months pregnant with a food baby, and so he wasn't gonna make it to first, even if he was five feet oh, from there. Geez. That's that's the Logan Cubs history I right there. Your guys' team construction here. Who's the general manager? Dude, it was me. You ain't doing so hot there. No, buddy. it wasn't. Okay, wait. I wasn't the general manager. I take that back. There was another guy who's the general manager. I was just the. Uh, oh no, I was the guy who's the best player on the team. Whatever that's called. Score. <laughs> Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I never thought about his golfing career, if it was going to continue. 
when you get to be 45 or 46, just normal golfers on tour, you don't play competitive golf at a very high level on a consistent basis. But he's already had his career defined. I think he's the greatest golfer of all time. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castellite.com. Cash Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cash Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cash Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cash Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753 753-7880. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you want small and simple or a little more, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner works personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. And you can rest assured the Riverwoods Conference Center is following every guideline from the CDC and Health Department. Google Riverwoods conference center or call 750-5151 the aggies are number one here the full court press connect with us on facebook twitter and online at 1069thefan.com aj nanamaje salison piranhas tweets in i miss piranhas haven't heard from him in a while that is a great story of you getting accidentally plastered okay so here's the rest of it so I get plastered. I'm sitting in a laundry basket, butt There's naked, more. and then my wife has to call me down. She sits me on the bed, and I'm watching like ten things I hate about you, and I'm and I'm like having my cheese fries and my roll, but I'm I'm drunk is all out. I, I called my friend drunk accidentally, and then the next day I work at Maverick. So and I I, I go to work that day, and I am incredibly, uh, what's that when you're like aftermath. Hangover. Yes, Hungover. that. And I have like a migraine. I mean, I'm just in bad shape. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm sick. I have a fever. And they're like, you have a fever? I'm like, yeah, I have a fever. I have a really bad headache. And they're like, oh, you, well, you should go home. So I'm walking out, dude, and I'm still just staggering. <coughs> Luckily, my wife hadn't left me yet. And she and she picks me up and she takes me home. Dude, I that's and the, all that stuff she had to tell me because I didn't remember a dang thing. I was so out of it. Oh, I've 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 so those nights. kids, when you're going to Texas Roadhouse, do not get the wild strawberry lemonade. Just get a strawberry lemonade. That's all you need. So, I feel like I have to match her. So for my twenty first birthday, oh no! So for my twenty first birthday, we're going up and around campus, doing what kids do for the twenty first birthday. So we're waiting to get to this bar, like halfway through. Probably halfway through the night that I was existent on the plane, it's near the end of the night that I remember. <laughs> so we're in line, and there are potatoes scattered all over campus, and no one has any any idea why. So we're waiting to get into this bar, and this guy stands next to me and goes, hey, be cool, be cool. I didn't cut. Just, just be cool. And I am 
plastered because it's my 21st birthday. This is like the fifth bar we're going to. And I go, dude, dude, what's going on? And he goes, he goes, well, me and my friends came down from Michigan State. And we stole a whole sack of potatoes from five guys. And they totally chased us down, but they caught all my friends. They haven't caught me yet. I was like, dude, don't worry. We got you covered. So then he got in, he got into the, he, he got in with us. And we talked to him for like half an hour to 45 minutes. And I, I, I don't know that they ever solved that. And that's about where my night ends, where I can remember my body still wandered around for about another half hour. And apparently in that state, if you are wearing some sort of military outfit, I will stop my entire friend group and shake every one of your hands unconscious. I was conscious, but my, mentally gone. So since we're in this, like, uh, uh, trans, uh, or was it sins uh, confession? Yeah. Um, I got one more. And I've never told anybody this story. I've oh, never told anybody this story. You may not want an AJ t-shirt after this. Yeah, you may not. I was having dinner with a friend in Lehigh at a restaurant, and I was going to pull in, and I parked, and I opened my door, and I deemed this bike beautifully painted orange Mustang. I mean, it was gorgeous, and I deemed it. You could see where I deemed it. I'm going to H-E-L-L double hockey sticks. So what I did... Is I, 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 I did the brave thing and I did the honest thing. I shut the door and I moved my car about <laughs> 60 yards to the left. <laughs> and I moved. And then, and then to protect myself, I, I walked in. I said, hey, are there cameras around the parking lot? Because I think someone dinged my car. And they're like, no, there's no cameras. I'm like, okay, no, well, no worries. It's okay. I walked <laughs> That's away. That's not suspicious. And then I, <laughs> and then. And then, and then the people who were, <laughs> and then the people who were going to their orange Mustang. Luckily, they were senior citizens. Luckily, they were senior citizens, and they didn't notice. Oh, and they left. Aj, you should feel terrible. It's okay. I know. I should. I'm not going to tell the story, but I destroyed an entire apartment complex awning when I left New Mexico. Oh my gosh. And then I left. Okay. Enough of the sin confession here. Our listeners are probably running away because they're like. We're oh. down to earth. I'm pretty sure our front desk Vicky's getting like a hundred phone calls. Salt like, can you the get these guys off the air? My kids are listening. <laughs> uh, all right. So tonight's games for the NBA. Here's what you've got. All right, I'm gonna rate them again. Harden is out t- for tonight's game. Right. For ten days. It's the neck thing still, right? Is uh, that what he has? Like a yeah. neck thing? Uh, no, it's a hamstring. Oh, is his a hamstring? Yeah. All right. So Chicago right now. Your Chicago Bulls are leading the Indiana Pacers by two at the end of one. Snooze fest. New Orleans and Atlanta. Eh, snooze fest. Philadelphia and Boston. I, I'd watch that. That's at 530 on TNT. Lakers and Toronto at 530. Snooze fest. Memphis and Miami. I like I like John Morant, so I'd watch that. Uh, Detroit and Denver. Way snooze fest. Milwaukee and Golden State on TNT I'd at probably, 8 o'clock. I'd probably check that one out. And Portland and the Clippers. I definitely watched that. Would you see, by the way, how bad Golden State got smacked yeah. by Toronto the other night? Well, was it by fifty or like? Oh, what was it, was it, like, by? it was like one thirty to eighty or something well, like. Yeah, one thirty to seventy. They got yeah. smacked. Yeah, Good I saw that. Gosh, I, th- I didn't know that happened in real life. It was terrible. By the way, uh, nine seven seven three had left for fifteen minutes. My sports show turned into a confessional. Hey, we got it all here. <laughs> we'll give you hey, financial we advice. We take care of sports. you. We're real people. <laughs> Wait, hey, we are we're, we're showing you our blood. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, really, this is completely unrelated to anything. I just thought about it. Okay, 
But uh, Ajay was talking about money the other day, and I've never heard anybody use this phrase, but I'm going to use it from now on. He referred to money as presidential flashcards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know where I got that off of? I have no idea. <laughs> have you ever seen that thing you do? Maybe a long time ago. Dude, it's when uh, it's it's the band about the Oneaters. Oh, okay. With Tom My Hanks in it. Loves that movie. Yeah. So so it's when <laughs> it's when uh, Lenny um, gets uh, handed uh, they get handed their cash for performing at Phila, uh, Filipinos for uh, their first concert and at the pizza restaurant <laughs> and and the uh, bar guy or the owner comes in and says, "You know what?" The, and it's like six hundred dollars. He's like, "You know what this is?" And he goes. Presidential flashcards. <laughs> I've used it ever I, since. I've never heard of it. I heard AJ say it the other day. I was like, "Oh, that's my favorite." I'm in. Hey, I'm doing a good job on cool, ain't I? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's that's really look. No one's great their first time. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing really good, am I? Uh, I didn't say you're bad. I said yes. I love that line. Uh, you're doing okay. I do love that line. I know. Now you're gonna steal it without even giving me credit. Probably. That's how it goes around here. That's how comedy works. Hey, okay, so the NBA right now, this is where we stand out in regards to standings. Uh, again, this is as of right now. Western Conference. Oh, I went to the wrong one. Wow. That's okay. The Jazz are in first. The Jazz are in I first. Checked. Brooklyn's in first in the Eastern Conference at 35 and 16. 76ers are one game behind them. Bucks are at 32 and 17. Hawks at 26 and 24. I did not realize they had bounced back, but I mean, look at I mean, you look at the records. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's really just the first three. Yeah, like Hawks and Heater at 26 and 24. Hornets and Celtics are 25 and 24 and 25 and 25, respectively. Jeez, what a disappointment. For Knicks Celtics. are 25 and 26. Wait, for who? The Celtics. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, I just want to. I Wait, wanna does con- Gordon Hayward matter that much? No. I want to continue to hit on this bandwagon. Because Danny Ainge is not a good general manager. Yeah, okay. What, but is, he, their, what is their problem? They don't well, have a center. On. What did they do? Absolutely nothing. They go from being a top four, top three Eastern Conference team to now scraping the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff board. Is it Gordon Hayward? Because no. Gordon Hayward, no, hold on. But he took the Charlotte Hornets, and right now they are they're sixth. At 25 and 24. Cool. The Without Kemba no. Walker and with Gordon Hayward, they're six. Now, Gordon Hayward's out for four weeks with a sprained ankle. Shocker. <laughs> no, but you see what I, but That's proof. That's proof that Gordon Hayward made Boston who they are. No. Oh, okay, answer. explain why they're that bad then, why they weren't that bad last year. What, what's the transformation? Why they weren't that bad this year be, or last year? Because no, yeah. How did they go from last year to this year of being a top three team to being a bottom team? Because Brad Stevens has shown he can't coach egos. Also, Kimba Walker has had a bulky knee, and he's not as good this year. They swapped out, and everybody said it's going to be addition by subtraction, which I think to a certain extent it was because Kyrie Irving is a royal pain in the neck. Um, But he can't coach egos. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are coming into their own, especially Tatum, and Brad Stevens can't handle it. Also, Danny Ainge is a terrible general manager. Again, what did they need? A center. What did he not get in the offseason? A sinner. What did he trade at the trade deadline? A sinner. So I don't know if you're following along there. He subtracted from a position they already didn't have anything at. Danny Ainge is terrible because he refuses to make deals that he doesn't outright win. And because of that, Boston will never win. Okay, so wait a minute. Because of a couple of deals, they go from being a three-team to a seven-team? And a lose, well, they're 500 right now. Yeah, I mean, basically, Brooklyn Brooklyn had to jump up, and they fell back one spot, and now they're, they're in the jumble of the East. 
Brad Stevens can't handle egos. The general manager's not very good. And no, it was not Gordon Hayward. Leon Rose text in, A, uh, see, AJ trying to defend a BYU again. No, I'm defending Gordon Hayward. What BYU guy are you defending? Danny Ainge. <laughs> he's, no, he's not defending Danny Ainge. He's defending Gordon Hayward. The answer is still no. Okay, in the Western Conference, Jazz won, Suns two. In fact, they're three games behind the Jazz. Clippers are five games behind the Jazz right now, 33-18. and 18. Boy, they've hit a rough patch, too. Lakers are 31-19. and 19. Blazers, Mavericks, Grizzlies round out your top eight. Now, remember, there is that playing game with the 9-10 game. Spurs and Warriors are in those spots. 24-24 and 24 are the Spurs. 23-27 and 27 are the Warriors. Meanwhile, in the Eastern Conference, Pacers are 22-26, and 26 and the Bulls are 20-28. and 28. Whoa. For those unfamiliar, I would check this out. So, I believe the way it works is 9 plays 10, winner plays loser of 7 and 8, and winner gets the 8 spot. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but That'd be true. whatever. That'd be true. Yes. Correct. How about a disappointing... I, I really thought that even without Klay Thompson, the Warriors are better than 10. Then, man, can we, can, we just, can we just give up on Stan Van Gundy? It's not going to work. Or Jeff. Which oh. one's coaching the Pelicans? No, Stan. Stan. Yeah. I gave up on Fire. Stan a long time ago. I agree. I thought it was a terrible hire, but just I gave up it. on it's Stan over. before Stan gave up on his diet. AJ and I would coach the Pelicans to a better record than him. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, with the talent they got. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Not even a question. The travesty that they're ranked that low. I'm not saying they should be a top four seed, but they should be in the hunt. Uh, the other thing about the Warriors, I think you're kind of starting to figure out what made the Warriors the Warriors during that dynasty, right? Like, it wasn't just Stephen Curry like everyone says it was. It was their bench. They had a really good bench, too. They had Draymond Green, they had Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant came in. They had a great, and that's the thing, is that they had depth. They had a great bench. No, they broke that up for Kevin Durant, and they weren't able to replace it because I was just spending a ton of money. 9773 texted it. It says, straight-up question for AJ. Will the NBA ever let the Jazz win an NBA championship? Why is AJ being asked that question? Well, because they know your answer is going to be no. That's because it's realistic. What's your answer? <laughs> ever? I mean, how do you say no to ever? Because they'll never win a championship. Dude, they had their best teams in 97-98, in 07, and they got swept by the Spurs in 07. Uh, they, they didn't, I mean, Michael Jordan took care of them in... Back-to-back finals appearances. So, I would still say, I you would can't say, say no, no to ever. Yeah, you can say no. Did I you mean, ever think that unless, Dirk Nowitzki and the... Unless, and the, okay, they know what? They, they could win a championship if there's only two last teams on this earth that exist in the NBA, and it is the Jazz and nobody else, then that is the only way, that, and they win by forfeit because that nobody else team shows up, or I mean, doesn't show up at all, that the Jazz are going to be your NBA championships via forfeit. That is the only way they'll ever win a title, ever. Tell you what, if the Nets win one this year, I would not. I mean, I know Brooklyn is a part of New York, so it's a huge market, blah, 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 blah. But no one ever thought that Brooklyn was going to win one. So Has Brooklyn won a championship? I've said if they win one this year. They aren't going to win this year. I'm kind of with you. I just think that if... If Embiid is healthy, I think he's going to go for like Me 50 too. and 25. I, yeah, I got, yeah. I think the Sixers are going to be a problem. But it's if Embiid's healthy, which is a big question. All right, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the full court press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan will have our stats that blew our mind and our player, oop, our player of the week. This is the herd. The winner in this is also. Colin Cowherd. Tiger Woods was driving way too fast on a road nobody should drive fast on. He has, through the years, liked driving fast. It mirrors his life. And as one of the great writers of the 20th century once wrote, F. Scott Fitzgerald, find me a hero 
and I'll write you a tragedy. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, this is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with another tip for your lawn. It's been a wet cool, crazy year for your lawn. Soil temperatures have been slow to warm up. Over the next few weeks, you'll see weeds fight for space and try to take over your lawn. Dandelions pack about 200 seeds on each flower. Those seeds can blow up to five miles and live up to seven years. We can help you win the weed battle. Call the Lawn Doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctor.com. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press. AJ9, I'm AJ Salveson. That's close. Uh, AJ, I know. Quick recovery. Uh, nine seven. So Cody text in, our intern. I just need AJ's personal number so I can send my questions in that way. Okay, I'm really getting sick of this love fest for AJ. What has he done that I haven't done? I answered every text that came through, I answered. Honestly, diligently, and with the best of my ability. You got a question for... I'm here all week. I don't know if we said that yesterday. Oh, yeah. He's here through... Actually, no. And then... You coming back next Monday? Yeah, okay. I'm here through through Monday. Then they're kicking me out again because, you know... No, he's coming back. Because, by the way, during March when things get slow... AJ's going to be a part of the show in a regular manner. So, so text then, then, it, then it's AJ and Eric and the rest of the texting world versus me. That's going to be fun. That's I gonna still got to get Eric something for the pick six. The oh, last dude, one I, I still owe you. So I got to get you I something. Get and something. I still got to get Eric something. I'm working on that. Eric might just get a like a bag of bubblegum candy. I'll get you something better. You deserve better than Eric. <laughs> I, I got to get him something. I just didn't remember that. All right. Uh... Let's go ahead and get into our uh, stat up. Right. Reminder, our player Let's of the week. It. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. AJ, stat that blew your mind. Go. 
Uh, for me, it's, it's twofold. One, uh, the last night's championship game was the highest combined record of two national championship con uh, competitors, I think they said, since like the 60s, 70s. There's two combined losses. And two, the fact that Baylor never, never trailed. They led the entire way against a team that everyone thought for the whole season's consensus. They're picked number one in the way too early polls for next year. Those are my two stats that blew your mind. Wow. That is good. Uh, here's another one for you. Speaking of recruiting, right, for Baylor, since seeding began in the NCAA tournament in 1979, this year's Baylor squad is the third team to win the national championship without any McDonald's All-Americans joining the 2002 Maryland squad and the 2014 UConn team. Baylor trailed for one minute and three seconds in the final four, all in Houston's game. That's it. That's nuts, too, because, you know, now they won one. They're going to step it up a level. They ain't going anywhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's a stat that blew my mind. Who is your player of the week? This one's easy. I think you and I might have the same one. It's Mitchell from Baylor. I mean, good gosh. He did a number on Gonzaga. They talked about how he'd gone 67, 68 minutes uh, in the tournament without a turnover. He was he was just insane. He was so fast. He's such a good shooter. He sets the team. He, he's amazing. Mitchell for Baylor. Yeah, Davion Mitchell's my guy, too. And just the way he defended last night, I mean, he was all over the floor, yep. too. He'd go from left wing to right wing to the left. Block to the right. I mean, he was everywhere. That Baylor defense, I just still can't get, get over it. I really can't, AJ. It was ground. It was backyard, beat you up, bully basketball. And Gonzaga just could never handle it. Yeah. I mean, they were they looked faster. They were more physical. It was just they were, they were ready to go, and Gonzaga came out flat. Which uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm kind of amazed that... Suggs had 22 despite everything that was going on. Like, that the fact that Suggs had 22 is almost a compliment more than it is a bag because dude, that, that that defense wasn't letting anything come easy. Yeah, I think he was the only one that really looked like he belonged on the court. Oh, yeah. Baylor. Oh, heavens gracious, yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Could not agree with you more. Absolutely. Uh, AJ, let's get into some things of what you may have missed throughout the uh, day, some things you've already heard about, uh, including two women who have filed lawsuits versus uh, Watson. They speak out, they show their face, they say their name. Uh, Watson is, man, he has went from hero to zero really, really quickly. They just keep coming. That is a huge number. Yeah, that's that's scary right now what's going on there. The other but the other intriguing part to it is that there's people defending him. Like, just because you're defending him doesn't mean he, there's stuff that, other stuff that was going on. I mean, I again, I don't know. But. I mean, he's, he, he's innocent until he's proven guilty. It's just you kind of, I think it's hard to think when the number gets that high, you're not like, all right, it, some of those are probably true. There's no way all of them are false. I think that's just human nature. Yeah. No, I would uh, I would definitely agree with you. Uh, and then in regards of, not, I mean, not a lot going on, but in regards to college football, uh, the All-American, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Goosey, I believe, I mean, or Darius. He's the uh, ex-running back for uh, LSU. He was a great ball oh, player. Oh, Darius, guys. Got a sexual assault. Uh, charge Idiot. and yeah, he's in deep, deep trouble. Well, speaking of people who are in trouble, that's that's definitely one of them. Uh, in other news, in NCAA football, uh, oh yeah, uh, Wisconsin Badgers AD Barry Alvarez, who had hired Gary Anderson from Utah State, he's leaving. Wait, he he's retiring? I mean, he's retiring. Sorry, he's been there for like I think that's the second years. time he's retired. I yeah, mean. it's nothing new, right? <laughs> nothing right, uh, new. He's kind of a big staple in college football. Uh, it's been official that Hubert Davis will be the new head coach at UNC. 
and uh, Spider is transferred from Villanova to Syracuse. That's a really good get for them, actually. So, And San Jose State, as we already mentioned, uh, has officially hired Tim Miles. That Mountain West Conference is going to be fun to watch. Loaded with coaching talent. Absolutely. All right, AJ Knight will be back with me tomorrow. I'm AJ Salveson. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. If you missed it, we'll have it on our podcast. And you can go to 106andthefan.com. Don't forget, tomorrow's presser with Ryan Odom will be airing on this very station at 11 a.m. We'll talk to you all tomorrow on a Wednesday.